Welcome to Elliot's PT Podcast. I'm here to help you find your balance and live your best life guilt-free. I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all approach for health and fitness. We're all different and we need to find out what works for us. I'm passionate about helping people make realistic, long-term lifestyle changes that they will stick to and they will take with them forever. I don't believe in crazy diets or short-term fixes. We all need to live and find a perfect balance in diet and exercise that suits our individual needs. I want to help you find your exercise mojo, feel great and achieve wonderful things. Here is Elliot's PT Podcast by Renee Elliott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Elliot's PT Podcast. So today I wanted to talk about a few things um, about why some people may give up on their fitness journey way too early and um, how to not let this happen to you. So uh, I see this happen quite a lot and um, the key the key to anything, as I've said before, is about being consistent. And I think that when you can look at um, what some other things are to help you be consistent. I mean, you can look at some of um, the little tips that I'm going to give you in this podcast that you can then uh, help yourself be more consistent so then we don't give up too easily because most people are actually getting there. They just think they're not getting there or they think they're not getting results quick enough and then they quit. And, um, and then they quit or they stop and you were actually further than you realize. And I don't know if you've been one of those people that you've done that and then you look back and you think, God, I was actually, I didn't think I was in good shape then. I actually was in really good shape or, or you feel like you, um, you know, weren't fit and now you realize that you actually were. So um, I don't want that to happen to you anymore. So the more that you can understand some reasons behind our thinking or how we go and um, how you can um, and how you can overcome them. So when we are starting something new, it always feels scary. So any change is scary because it's unfamiliar. We don't know what's going to happen. We're not used to it. And always remembering our brain is wired to keep us safe. So necessarily what is um, what our brain thinks is safe isn't necessarily the best thing for us. It's just what's familiar. So I always try to remind myself that and I remind um, my clients that all the time because they um, might be doing something and then they think, oh, I have to, re- this is what worked before, this is what I did before, I have to go back to that. Well, that's just what's familiar to you. So, so yeah, so, and the brain is going to always try to go back to what's familiar. So change is always scary, but sometimes the thing, and you know, starting something new is a risk because uh, you're trusting someone else, you're starting something new that you've never done before, you're putting your trust in somebody that's maybe been through the process themselves, or um, you know, they've they've um, helped a lot of people so they know what they're talking about. But you know, the risk generally, uh, I want you to think about it from the point of view that the risk isn't the, the scary thing or the, the risk you know, is it the change, the, the scariest thing or the scariest risk that you are taking is staying the same and never taking a change, never taking that step forward. Because trust me, yes, it feels scary. Yes, it feels unfamiliar and we're not sure. And it is hard work, but do you know what? You will feel so much better once you've done it. So much better once you've been consistent, you'll never look back. It really, it really makes such a difference. And I see that all the time in people and they go, Oh, now I've got the bug, or now I'm, um, you know, they now they can't imagine themselves not exercising or not having a routine because it benefits their life in so many other ways than just exercise. 
So, so here are a few reasons why I feel that people give up uh, too early um, or why they do give up on their fitness journey. Um, so the first thing um, that I want to go to, the first reason is it does feel that people think it's too hard and it feels too hard. So when we start doing something, we are learning we are learning all new things and it feels very overwhelming so it does feel overwhelming and we are trying to um, learn new exercises learn how to eat right learn how to um, uh, you know what food shopping how to plan for our families how to maybe uh, track your macros all those things and it feels very overwhelming at the start I'm trying to get my water in I'm trying to get my steps in and it's all actually too much for people at the same time but when you peel back the layers when you peel back the layers and you actually go, okay, what are the steps I need to do in order to um, to get to my goal? So what are the steps? So we want to peel it back and um, is and make conscious steps. So as part of the Little Black Dress Project, we spend a massive time with helping you uh, get your goals and get your goals right and peel them back into tangible steps that you can stick to so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. And so then you can actually look at the, at um, what we have to do and it's, and it's really simplified for you. So when you do feel overwhelmed that you don't just give up, you go, right, I've got to go back to my steps and just take this one step today. And that's all you need to do. So, um, so yeah, so why I think that um, it does feel too hard for people is because they're trying to do all too much at the same time. Now, again, as part of the Little Black Dress Project, we have a, um, we, it is a program that you're in it for life. And the reason for this is because that I don't want anybody's diet to have an end or a start. It's got to be something diet or it's a lifestyle change. So it has to be something you can stick to for life. So when we do that, we break it down into little steps. So maybe this cycle, we are only going to focus on your exercise. The next cycle, you're only going to focus on your food. Because when we tr sometimes people find, some people do really well at it, but other people, it, that doesn't work for their personality. So we need to strip it down into smaller steps and, um, and that can work for you. So let's, uh, you know, like a same thing with you're looking at your food or tracking your food. So you could be, um, you know, people, they might be going to try to count to track their macros. And so then they might find it too hard writing everything down, plugging it all in, you know. So so if, if that's feeling too overwhelming, let's take it back a few layers. So the first thing you could try to do um, is just focus on the bare minimum. So focus on the bare minimum when you're starting out and do that, get that right, and then move on to the next thing. So firstly, if we're going to use food as an example, you could focus on just tracking your calories and just seeing where your calories are at. Then next step you could do is you could start focusing on your calories and how much your protein intake is. And then the third step, um, you know, you could start becoming more advanced and looking at your carbohydrates, your fats, and how they're balancing out. So, so that's the first thing while I feel people do give up too easy is because it does feel too hard and it's just so overwhelming that um, that's so overwhelming that they just they just don't know where to start and it just feels all too much they just stop. So my suggestion to you is focus on one thing at a time, get that one thing done really well and then focus on another thing. So remember everything, This we're in this for the long haul, so it's not gonna happen in five minutes. It is gonna take a bit longer. The second reason that I feel is I feel um, that people set uh, their goals a bit too high. 
All right, so, uh, so that's why as part of the project, we do spend a lot of time focusing on getting sure your goals are right, getting sure that they're defined and getting them as small tangible goals. So, um, so people, they, they take on that bit too much and then they think that, well, if I can't do it all, then I may as well do nothing. But remember, anything is better than nothing. So set smaller goals, more realistic goals. Do that well, get that right, then move on to the next thing and we add it on. And that's how you'll get a long-term change that doesn't feel like you're on a diet anymore, that it's just your lifestyle. And that's how you're going to stick to it. Remember anyone that has done any other type of diet or anything else that we've done, you know, if you've done it, if you've done like, let's say 800 calories, if you've done keto, if you've done low carb, if you've done the cabbage diet or anything like that for the reason that it hasn't worked is because it's not realistic and you can't stick to it for long term so you may have done it but then you put the weight back on so it didn't actually work it might work short term but long term it's not working and I'm here to work with you so then you can find a long term goal anything is better than nothing uh, people with exercise they think well I have to exercise five times a week I have to exercise five times. well maybe that's just too much for you why don't you just set a goal for get get to um Two sessions started first, get that routine up. I find this especially with new mums and I always say this, so as part of my group classes, you can do two sessions or unlimited classes. And I always say to people just starting out, why don't you just start at two, get those two sessions underway and get them, do them consistently and then see if you can add in any more. Because you get those two right and then you can add in another one and then you're there. Instead of saying, saying to yourself, I have to do one every day, and maybe that just doesn't quite work with your lifestyle, and then you feel like you're failing, and then you want to give up because you didn't get it right. Well, you actually were getting there. You were getting two good sessions in, um, but you know, life was just a bit busy. So yeah, I would say like, start with the minimum first, set those smaller goals, get that right, do that well, and then you can start to increase it. It doesn't have to be uh, so black and white. Everyone has it quite black and white, and and you know there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of grey matter in between there, and, and that's what we need to be realising that it's um it doesn't have to be so black and white. Okay, so the third reason that I find people do give up uh, too early is they expect uh, results too soon, and they have really unrealistic expectations. So again, this is a huge part of what we go through in the little black dress, and we're trying to. Uh, get make sure your goals are realistic and um, that uh, you know that you can see what we would expect in that time frame um, of the we run in eight week cycles and lots of people are comparing themselves to other people and when you're comparing yourself to other people you um, it's the comparison is unrealistic because you don't you don't know all the other factors so there are so many other factors that if you see well somebody did they got these results in eight weeks I want to get the same results then. Well, number one, uh, you know, you don't have the same body as them, so you don't know what their metabolism is like. You don't know what their stress, their sleep. You know what their pre, um, you know, you might not have the same amount of weight to lose. You might have, um, that person may have already trained for a long time before and they're just, they're just, they've just stopped for a while and they're just adding on to it. You just, it's, and where you've maybe never trained, it's just, um, it's too, it's, it's just, you, t you can't even compare it's apple and oranges. And there's so many other things um, that to take into consideration that just to say, I want it, well, that person did that in eight weeks, I want to be exactly the same. You're, you're setting yourself up for, for, you are setting yourself up for disappointment and then uh, you are going to give up because you're, 
expectation is just not realistic. The thing I always try to show people is, is imagine an iceberg. So there's this beautiful iceberg on top of the water, but underneath there is this, and we don't see the underneath, there's this underneath, there's also double the size of an iceberg underneath the water that you can't see and people are just looking at that surface level going I want that but they forget that there was all this hard work years of work all this other stuff that happened underneath the surface that you can't see now so you're comparing your your stage one to someone else's stage 20 and it's just it's just unrealistic and it's setting yourself up for disappointment and um, and to give up because it, you think you haven't done it where you actually you might be further than them in their field. You're just you're just starting off at a different starting point. Uh, so so yeah. So have a realistic expectation, and that's something that you can go through with your coaches uh, when setting your goals. Is have a, a realistic expectation of what you can achieve in in whatever time space you're giving yourself. You know, I just think that um, people they yeah they just see something and they think it's not happened. And I just see that it's not happened quick enough because this is what happened to this person. But you don't you don't know what they did. And I said, like, weight coming off slowly is the best way that it's going to stay off. Finding something that you can stick to um, and that you can, you know, I like the whole 80-20 rule that we still have to have other things in our life, um, you know, because we can't be strict all the time. So I found somebody that, you know, that all or nothing uh, mentality and they're like right for the, for the you know for this block I'm I'm not going to drink alcohol and I'm not going to eat this and I'm, I'm not going to go out anywhere and I'm not going to do this well that's all and great but are you going to and I always say to people are you going to do that for life and they say well no and I was like okay well <laughs> I don't want you to do that for the eight weeks because it's not realistic to life because you may be super strict for that time but then when that ends then we put weight back on so so yeah so so please don't try to compare yourself to somebody else. You have no idea of their journey where they're out. You know, sleep and stress are massive factors that affect and they're, you know, like we could we could be doing the same workouts in the gym and we could be eating the same foods, um, but I might be sleeping two hours a night or I might have a disruptive sleep all night because I've got kids where the person that I'm comparing myself to gets eight hours of sleep. I might be more stressed than the other person because um, I just have a few stresses going on in my life where they're really chilled. They don't have children. That you know, you, you just there's just so many other factors that you can't see. And even if we lifted exactly the same weight and did exactly the same, uh, ate exactly the same, we could get totally different results. And also, you can be at different starting points. So please. You know, and remembering anything that you see on social media, think about it. What has, um, have they, have they adapted photos? Have they adapted tie lines? What is their motivation behind the, what is their yeah, motivation behind the pictures or the things that you're seeing? My next little tip is um, to try not to take advice from the wrong people. So, you know, if you are, um, there is lots of advice out there and uh, lots of conflicting advice and it does become really overwhelming and it becomes like well this person said to do this or my friend did this and they 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 did this and they lost weight this way but you know you've got to you've got to come back and you've got to come back to um get your advice from the people who are experts in that field you're not going to ask your friend 
Um, you're gonna get, not going to get advice about your heart from your friend that's a school teacher. You're going to go to a cardiologist. So, you know, we need to go to people that are experts in that field, uh, they have experience in that field, uh, because that's who we should be getting advice from. And obviously be wary of, um, you know, advice from uh, the internet or from anything like that, because I think when you think deep down, everyone has, there's a bias underneath everything. And sometimes it's realizing what the bias was. A few um, months ago, I had somebody message me asking what I thought about a different supplement to take. And I personally don't think you need to take any supplements. You should get it all from your food. Uh, so that's my opinion. Their friend was recommending them to take the supplement and they were saying, you know, it had done so well for them increasing their energy and all this other stuff. And the type of supplements that it was, it uh, did require a restricting of eating, living off shapes and those types of things, and then taking the other, other supplements. And because it was her friend, she was like, well, you know, and I just said to her, is the person, the person that's telling you this, like, is it there, are they getting a gain from it? Like, is it there? I can't think of the word at the moment. But you know, uh, the person that did it was, it was a multi-level marketing company and they were a consultant. So obviously they were getting a kickback from you buying the products, which is again, fine, but it's understanding, uh, do your own research yourself and understand that this person may have a little bias and they're trying to maybe push this product onto you because it has a financial gain for them. So I think um, make sure that you are aware of where you're taking your advice from. Um, you know, the same thing that if nothing against men, but if, you know, you have a, um, a, a male trainer who is trying to talk to you about pregnancy and those things, you know, he has not been experienced pregnancy himself. I'm sure there are people that are male trainers that are very qualified in postnatal training and those types of things. But, you know, you, you just want to be aware of the advice that you're getting uh, and, and the people <laughs> Where, where that advice is coming from. All right, so um, yeah, just, just make sure it's somebody that is an expert in the field and you can do your own research and um, you know be aware of where you're getting your advice from. There's people that I know and trust and I know that I will take advice from them, but there's other people that before I take any advice with them, I would be very wary. Um, or there's people I hear saying things and I just am shocked because I think it's crazy. <laughs> um, the last tip, that I have for why I think people giving up and how you can make sure that you are not one of them is own your own choices, all right? So I hear tracking is a big thing. If you have a weight loss goal, the, the, one of the things that I can't emphasize more is to make sure that you are tracking your, um, tracking your probes uh, and tracking your food, sorry, and you do this all through by doing it by MyFitnessPal that when you are tracking that is what's giving you the information to know what's your input and how much food you're eating and that's going to be the thing that's going to make the difference but then lots of people go oh well I didn't have time to track or I got too busy so I just didn't bother tracking um, you know and the thing is that this is the key of this is the this is the thing that I'm telling you as an expert in this field what the key is to get you the results and you're choosing not to which is fine but own your choices. So if we do this and then you're not getting the result and you have an expert in the field that's giving you the advice and telling you what the things to do, and then you get to a point, you might get halfway through 
your challenger might get to the end and go, well, I didn't get results, it didn't work. Uh, well, you didn't follow the process, you know, but you need to own your choices. And I think, um, I think uh, having ownership and taking accountability is really empowering. And when you own those choices, um, you can be I. You can be satisfied, and you know that you made that choice, and that's fine. There is no right or wrong. It's whatever works for you. But understanding you have a weight loss goal, I've advised you to track your food. I've showed you how to do it. Uh, we have options of the level of tracking you want to do. So you wanted. We want to do that. Um, you, yeah, you want to be doing that. And but but then you're coming up with uh, reasons not to. And um, you know, so people have there's things that their life happens so things happen and that's fine once in a while but if every weekend something's coming up and you're going well I can't track I don't track on the weekend you know well people might be like well I'm eating I'm consistently eating in a calorie deficit and I'm not losing weight but you're not tracking the weekend so you might say eat 1500 calories during the week and then you don't track your weekend but your weekend blows out and you might have 3000 calories for a Sunday and 3,000 for a Sunday. Well, you're not actually eating 1,500 calories every day. That weekend's blowing your whole week out. So, you know, but again, because you're not tracking, you have no idea. Tracking is massive and it makes such a difference. So I want you to think about, um, to own your own choices and um, really think about what do you want. So yeah, tracking does take a little bit of time, but the more often you do it, it, it doesn't become that much of an effort. And, you know, um, reframe of how you think about it so no I can't do it uh, I don't have enough time all of that stuff is excuses and um, you know it's it's okay not to do so but uh, understand that that's why that you're not getting the outcome that you want and that's your choice and you have control over that but again understand that they that it's your choice and, and you take accountability for it and stop blaming other people, you know, because we all have choices. I hear people say, oh, but I eat out this many times. Well, that's fine. Well, I do exactly the same. But if I have a goal in mind, I make choices. So I might eat before I go out. Uh, I'd still go out and see my friends, um, but I'm just not, or I might um, choose differently on the meal I'm eating. I might have soda water instead of having a wine. You know, all of those things, if I have a goal in mind, I'm making those choices and I'm, um, I'm owning them. And you know, all of those things, um, I also find some people, they don't want to track things because they're hiding from it. So they'll say, um, well, if I didn't track it, if I didn't put it into my fitness pal, then I didn't need it. <laughs> and I get it because I've done all that myself before, but you know, really take ownership. And when, when um, if I was had a weight loss goal, I was trying to lose weight and I came down to it and it wasn't, weight wasn't coming off. You know, when I really deeply think about it and I go, okay, I was actually eating a chocolate bar every day or I actually wasn't working out as hard as I could. So I I know why it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, be, be accountable and take ownership and know that you are in control. You have choices of everything and everything that you do is your choice. <laughs> and, um, you know, so don't don't give up because it's not working and then try to chop and change and try to something else. Stick with it. Understand, look, these are the choices I made and I'm happy with that choice. I'm happy that I went out and had an ice cream with my kid because that was really important to me and that's fine own the choices really own them so I'm going to quickly go over the reasons again uh, just to remind you so the first reason was that it does feel that it feels too hard and too overwhelming uh, that we then feel like we're quitting 
Uh, second was that people were setting their goals too high. So uh, to set more smaller realistic goals. Uh, the third was having unrealistic expectations uh, upon themselves and expecting results too soon. That's uh, a big one, respecting results too soon and then people quit because they weren't getting the results quick enough but actually they don't understand all the factors. Um, also it is that, you know, it's look at, look at the different things that you're measuring so you can see your progress in different ways so that maybe it's more than just the progress on the scale, it can be progress in other factors. The fourth one was taking advice from the wrong people. So be very conscious of where you get your advice from and what is the um, hidden agenda behind some advices uh, because um, understanding that there is maybe a possibly a bias. And the last one is to own your choices. Um, you know, own your choices. You are in control and you can um, do whatever you want and uh, you can achieve anything you want. You just have to uh, own your choices. And if, you know, if tracking food, for example, is something that you are needing to do to get a weight loss goal and then you're not tracking on the weekends you know that's the thing that you could be blowing out but again it's understanding that it's your choice and take ownership of that all right so hopefully that has given you some insight insight into some things that could be the reason why you feel like giving up and if you think about if you are on a fitness goal what is my goal is my goal am i setting too many too many things at once strip it back down to one thing set the, is my goals too much at the moment I'm going to set a smaller goal and uh, mark them off lots of people at the moment in the little black dress have um, we have these sheets that you can print off and you color them in and each time you color it in you're getting a dopamine here and so then you can see that you are actually achieving it and that you are getting there so it's taking these small steps so um, if you I think this would help somebody please make sure that you share it and uh, if it has helped you tag me and let me know because I would love to know okay I'll speak to you soon Thanks for listening to the Elliot's PT podcast. I hope you have been able to find this information of use to you. If you know someone who might be, enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and ensure that you subscribe so you can be the first to know when new podcasts are released. If you have the time to leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and it would be greatly appreciated. If you do so, please screenshot and share onto any of our socials and tag us. Then email the screenshot to hello at elliotspt.com and we will send you a free gift to your inbox. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. Speak soon.